So last Wednesday was Ash Wednesday. Now, if you're a God-fearing person, Christian, never been to church or whatever, that you know that Ash Wednesday marks the beginning of the Lent season. And in 40 days, well now 33 days, we will be celebrating Easter. All right. And so there's a lot to that. And I'm, and I'm, I'm going to get into a little bit. But I was reading um, a devotional this morning and, and I want to share with you what it was that I read and then want to share with you why I felt like I needed to come out here and share it with you. OK, so it comes out of the book of Luke. It's chapter nine starts at verse 23. And this is Jesus talking. It says, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And then it goes on, but I want to stop right there, and I just want to hang out in those two verses, verses 23 and 24, for a minute. So um, as I'm reading and I'm looking into it, I'm wondering, all right, God, why'd you make me stop right here? What is it about this? I've heard this before, all right? And I'm sure many of you have heard this, this before as well, if, if, you, if you're a church-type church person, all right? If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. This is one of those things that Jesus said that people would listen and they'd be like, nah, I'm out of here. I don't know who this guy thinks he is. He's crazy. I'm not, I'm not about to do, do that, all right? And, and he would say something like this and, and it would confuse them. It would make some of them real angry. And then some of them would just be like, no, what, what are you talking about? And, and this is why this was one of those things that Jesus said that would make people run away from him and, and maybe might cause some of you guys to run from him, all right? When Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me, a lot of us, you know, after the fact Christians, right? We look at that verse and we think that what Jesus is saying here is just, just pack your burdens on your chest or you know, on your back, you know? Take that, take that load and, and, and follow me and I'm gonna help you out with that. But that's not what he was saying at all. He was literally telling people, be ready to die to follow me. See, when Jesus was a little kid, Rome was running, running the show for a very, very long time, right? And so when Jesus was a kid, it wasn't uncommon for Jesus and, and, and mom and dad as they're walking down the road, as they're traveling, to see roads lined with crucifixes, okay? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't weird. And it should be weird that it wasn't weird. Something else you need to know about crucifixes. They weren't as tall as like you see in pictures. They were only really about seven feet, eight feet high. And Rome did this on purpose. So they would conquer a city, they would lay waste to all of the soldiers, and then they would line the roads coming into the city with these crucifixes. And they would make them like about yay high so that you could walk down the road and you would look into the dead eyes of people. You would be able to stare into the faces. This is a fear-based government we're talking about right now, right? So you roll into the town and you automatically know I'm not about to do anything. I'm not going to jaywalk. I'm not going to pickpocket. I'm not doing nothing. I'm getting in. I'm getting out. Because Rome is clearly has laid a claim, right? So Jesus, as a little kid, he would have seen this. Imagine being a six, seven, eight-year-old walking with your mom and dad and just seeing bodies hanging from trees. Body after body after body after body. So now you've got that image in your mind, right? So now... Jesus is an adult and he's looking at these people and he's telling them, hey, if you want to come after me, take up your cross and follow me. Jesus is basically saying to them, be ready to die. Right? Be ready to die. And they're like, uh-uh, 
I'm not going to do that. Now, what Jesus was saying in the after part is what people weren't understanding. Now, the first thing we got to remember is you can't kill yourself by crucifixion, right? Like, how are you supposed to sit there and hang yourself on a cross and then put yourself up in the air? Like, that, that doesn't work, right? What God was saying is, what Jesus was saying is, be prepared. Allow my Father to work in you. What you need to do is pay attention to the things in yourself that need to die in order to follow me. Now, I'm fond of saying this, and, and not a lot of people get it, but Jesus isn't one of those type of teachers that would say, do as I say. He was kind of a do as I do type of teacher. So when he said, take up his cross and follow me, be prepared to die to follow my father, he did that. And in 33 days from now, that's exactly what we're going to celebrate. Him doing that. Carrying his cross, dying, and then raising to life. So now this might sound metaphorical, but it's really, really not. This is literal. Jesus is telling you, kill off your natural self. Your natural inclinations, your pride, your lust, your greed, your selfishness. And rise in the spiritual self. Allow God to work in you. Receive that power of the Holy Spirit. Let it work in you so that you can be resurrected anew. But see, people weren't ready to hear that back then. People ain't ready to hear it now. Okay? But the importance of the Lent season is, you see, a lot of people, I grew up Catholic, right? Which means the only thing I learned about religion was that I wanted to get out of it. <laughs> Truth, listen, scouts on, all right? And, and if you had told me that I'd be a pastor right now, I, I'd laugh at you. I still laugh about it. I, it, it. That's another story, that's another story, all right? But Lent to me meant no fish on Fridays. I mean, no meat on Fridays, my bad. So I had to stroll through the McDonald's and pick up a filet of fish, right? But it didn't mean anything past that. But now as an adult, I know what the Lent season means is that you need to give something up. And you need to give, no, I'm not gonna give up. Like, like I'm gonna give up Skittles because I really like Skittles and you know, taste the rainbow and all of that. But um, I'm gonna give up Skittles for Lent, right? But that don't hurt. Right? I'm, I'm going to give up social media, I hear a lot of people say. But do that. But do that if it hurts. You might have a, you might have a social media addiction. I don't know. Right? But, but the purpose of, of Lent is to remove an old habit and replace it with a new habit. So in, in removing the old habit, you long for that old habit. And then while you're longing, while you're feeling that burn, while you're feeling that tug into that old habit, you stop yourself and say, no, instead, I'm going to take this longing, this, this whatever I'm feeling right now, and I'm going to take it to prayer. I'm going to take it to God. I'm going to ask him to fill me with whatever it is that I'm missing that I know is empty and unfulfilling over here, but I need it anyway. Right. I'm going I'm to abstain from that and I'm going to allow God to fill that space up for this time. Now, the sad thing is that most of us will only do this for the 40 days and then come Easter, it's back to chocolate eggs and Skittles and everything else and we forget the eating meat again and forget about the filet of fish Fridays and all that kind of stuff goes to the wayside and then it's the day after Easter is just another day, right? 
So here's the question. Here's a question for all of us. We're, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Still in it, right? Next month, March 18th or whatever, will be a year since the quarantine happened and, and, and all that kind of stuff like that, right? And I've been saying this out here for a while, that, that it, through this pandemic, a lot of people have been like, why, 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 why? Instead of asking what? What am I supposed to be learning from this? What am I supposed to be doing differently? What can I change in me through this time? What is God pulling away from me? What is he stripping away from me? And what does he want to replace it with? And now we have Lent. And you're like, you want me to give up something else again? More? And I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to challenge you yes. You know, and some of y'all are hearing what I'm saying, and some of y'all are like, man, PJ, don't you know you're talking to a bunch of homeless people? How much more you want us to give up? It's not about that. It's not about that. Paul says, I know how to abase and I know how to abound. He knows I know how to be rich and I know how to be poor. The judge of a man's character is who he is in either way. Does he stay the same in rich as he does in poverty? So it's not about that. We can all stand to give something up to help us be better than we are right now. We could all stand to lose something, whether it be our pride, whether it be some kind of habit, whether it be some kind of addiction, whether it be some kind of character defect, whether it be some kind of trauma, some kind of fear, some kind of anything. There is something that each and every one of us can drop right now and say no more because tomorrow I'm trying to be a better version of myself. And so I can only encourage you guys to think on that. And I encourage you to think on that because it's not just about you. It's about you a little bit, right? But when I think back to my Catholic school days and thinking about how far I wanted to run from God, I never in a million years imagined that he would use me the way he uses me right now. And I've been out here doing this for 11 years, and please don't clap for that, all right? And, 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 and I do a lot of different things that I feel like are in service to him and for him, but I'm only doing it through him. Because my natural self would rather be home, old me, smoking weed and watching TV. There, I said it, I said it, I said it, okay? It's, it is real, bro. But 11 years ago, God took that away from me. And he replaced it with purpose. He replaced it with passion. He replaced it with the power of the Holy Spirit. So I'm still not saying some days I would rather sit on the couch and roll over doing watch some TV. I'm not saying, I'm not, I mean, yay. I'm, I'm human. But that's why it says, the scripture says, take up your cross daily, not just once. Every day, we got to kill those urges. Every day, we got to kill that stuff in us that's not of us. So listen, y'all. Let's start right now. Let's start right here. Let's pray together. And let's trust God to help us kill off our old selves so that we can rise again brand new. Sounds good? Let's pray, let's pray. God, thank you so much 
um, thank, thank you for just putting this word on my heart, Lord. You know, it's a, it's a time and, and it's a season, Lord. And so like any other season, it, 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 it's, it's great to be in it while we're in it. But then once we get out of it, it's gone and it's forgotten, Lord. And I just pray that as we dissected your word today, uh, that it might stick. It, it might stick in our heads first, Lord, and then work its way down to our hearts. Where we might come to you in this moment or, or, or maybe tomorrow or maybe the next day in true sincerity, in true contrition, in an earnest prayer, Lord, seeking you. Asking you to help us be who it is you created us to be. Lord, give us the, the strength. No, not, not, not the strength. Give us the, give us the courage to take up our cross every single day. That as we go through the very, very painful process of killing off our natural selves, that we might keep our eye on the prize, which is walking through this natural earth with spiritual wisdom, spiritual discernment, and spiritual power. Lord, we lean on you for that. We thank you for your son who, who came to earth not just to die so that we might live, but, but came to live so that he could show us how to live. In our darkest hour, as much as our brightest hour, may we look to him for guidance. Lord, we love you. We thank you. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you all for your time. Appreciate it. This podcast is recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.